Hi, I'm Miss Marcy, and you are listening to Conversations with Miss Marcy podcast. If you are looking for watered down conversations, this might not be the podcast for you. I'm just saying. everybody welcome to another episode of conversations with miss marcy i am miss marcy if this is your first time tuning in welcome and thanks for stopping by and to my continued listeners and supporters i thank you so much and to all of you you could all be listening to any podcast but you choose to listen to this one so for that i do appreciate you <clears throat> oh excuse me i hope everybody is doing well and having a great week um I know it's been hard to, you know, stay focused on trying to stay positive and everything and to have a great, you know, week, but with with everything that's been going on with the whole shooting in Buffalo and then the shooting in Texas, I mean, it's just like, damn, you know, we can't seem to get a break out here. And it's just, why do it seem like, well, I was going to say, why do it seem like around this time of year, like between May and June, crazy ass shit happens. I know um with the whole uh George Floyd situation that happened in June uh was it 2020 yeah because it was during COVID and shit that was so oh my gosh but then again I can't say that it's a particular time of the month I mean you know particular time of year because shit be happening all year long just crazy ass shit so um yeah I on my last podcast I did say that you know I was going to do a separate podcast uh, talking about you know um the whole situation and everything from New York to, um, Texas. I didn't even have a chance to talk about the situation in Buffalo because damn, you know, I like to try to process stuff first, stuff like that. Excuse me. (coughs) Stuff like that. When it's crazy shit that happens and, and it's so much to unpack and it's so much that could be said. I I have to process it. I and, and I don't that's why I don't jump on here like right away and start talking about it because I have to process it and I want to get the facts and everything first, you know, before I even start talking about it. Um it's just because it's so much, you know, so many emotions, so many, you know, just so much to be said about it. So um so yeah, I just kind of was looking over the stuff or whatever and I just you know, I've been seeing it on the news and everything, and I was just like, let me go ahead and um speak you know what I want to say about it um it's definitely sad it's sick you know these individuals and then you know people are trying to scream uh mental health and mental health and I don't I don't even think that's it I I just I, I do believe people are sick you know I don't get me wrong I believe it's sick but I don't believe this is the mental health is the reason the reason why these people are you know doing this type of shit I do think that they need to pass the law to where there are, you know, it's illegal to have access to, you know, the, the type of weapons that they was it sawed off rifles or some shit. Um, it's just, you know, I don't know. Um, but before I get into all of that, let me get into this reflection today's reflection. So today's reflection is never say anything about yourself that you do not want to come true. And that's by Brian Tracy. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, they say the, you know, the power of the tongue, you know, or say things, you know, just always speak things into the atmosphere, into the universe. And I do believe in that. 
I sure do. I believe in that. Um, all right, so that was today's reflection. Um, you know, like I said, that has to do more with um, speaking things into existence and stuff. So, yeah. Um, so, getting back to this whole situation. So, yeah, it's just unfortunate. And, I, you know, like I said, we we're, didn't even have a chance to process the whole Buffalo, New York situation. And then this happens, you know. So, basically, I'm pretty sure everybody know, but on May 14th, um, a mass shooting occurred in the Buffalo, New York, United States, at basically at a Tops Friendly Market, Tops Friendly Supermarket or whatever. It's a supermarket on the east side, in the east side neighborhood in, in New York, in Buffalo. Um, yeah, this is up, I believe this is upstate New York. Yeah, Buffalo is like upstate New York. But anyway, so... Um, so it was 10 black people killed and three other people were injured. Um, now, according to reports, the shooter attempted to live stream the attack on Twitch, but it was shut down by the service in under two minutes. Okay. Um, the shooter was identified as 18 year old Peyton Gendron. Okay. He was taken into custody and charged with first degree murder. Now we all know had there been a black man, his ass would be dead. Okay. That's what they do. They always make excuses for the white people and other people. They always do that. But when it comes to somebody black, they shoot them fucking dead. Okay. On sight. He would have been dead on sight. We, this we know. So, um, yeah, so he gets to live and gets to, you know, he gets to go to prison or whatever and, you know, but he gets to live, okay? But they'll shoot an unarmed black man, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, just the, uh, you know, y'all already know, we already know what this is. So, before this Gendron dude, um, before he even did the shooting, he had written a manifesto describing himself as a white supremacist. And an um, ethno nationalist, okay? Ethno, ethno, eth, eth, no, oh, I can't talk. Ethno nationalist, okay? Motivated to commit um, political violence or whatever. You know, you know, people and their beliefs, and and I know we can't, uh, you know, we can't. Just, you know, we can't, you know, people are entitled to their beliefs is what I'm saying. People are entitled to their beliefs, but sometimes some people just be having the most, mm, 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 mm. um, he basically voiced support for the right is for the far right, great replacement conspiracy theory. Um, it's in the text of a white genocide. Okay. Now, the attack has been described as an act of domestic terrorism, and the incident is being investigated as racially motivated. Well, yeah, I mean, if all the, the people who were shot were black people, yeah, it was racially motivated. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just, and they're saying that Kathy, um, Kathy, Kathy, Governor Kathy Hochul has promised policy changes in the state as a result of this attack while condemning the shooter and consoling the victim's families, you know? And imagine, you know, you, you just, it's just a regular day. You go into the grocery store, you know, you go on just to some, they said somebody was there getting cupcakes for a birthday party. And, um, and then like, it's, it's very discouraging to know that we strive every day to, like I said, try to focus on positivity. We try to try to live our best lives and we try to enjoy life, try to take trips, try to focus on 
things we need to do for our families and staying close with families and enjoying life and all of that good stuff. We try so hard to focus on that stuff, but then stuff like this happens and it's so discouraging and it's very disheartening because you're like, damn, you know, you wake up one day and you just, you're going to the grocery store doing, you know, what normal people doing and some fucking nutball just comes in there who, who some old sicko with issues that ain't got nothing to do with you and whoever else comes in there and just kills everybody i'm so tired of hearing about shit like this it's so annoying and and the whole situation with and, and um texas sound like sandy hook all over again it's like we go through this shit all the time i remember back when i was in high school what was the one columbine that Columbine shooting with those, I think it was two white dudes that went up in that school. I mean, it was crazy. So it's like, we, we have a repeat of all this stuff. And I do feel like, you know, part of the reason is the gun laws. I mean, I do think there needs to be changes. Um, man, let me see. Columbine, the Columbine. Oh my God. That was like, the big yep that happened april 20th of 1999 yep um it was 15 people dead yep the columbine high school massacre was a school shooting and attempted bombing that occurred on april 20th 1999 columbine high school in columbine colorado the perpetrators 12th grade students eric harris and dylan klebold murdered 12 students and one teacher man mm-mm-mm now we got some updates on the Texas, the Tex, the Texas shooting, Rob Elementary School. Um, it was in Uvalde, Texas, or whatever. A reported 21 people were killed in an attack by a lone gunman at an elementary school in the small town of Uvalde, Uvalde, Texas. At, at least 19 students and two adults were among the casualties. Here's what we know. And this is according to the NPR.org, okay? The 18-year-old gunman, a student at the local high school, was killed by law enforcement. Good, okay? Thank goodness, okay? And I'm going to tell you something. I usually am not the type of person to, who who applauds somebody, you know, applauds um, somebody getting killed and somebody dying and shit like that. But you know what? My heart is becoming... I, I don't want to say I'm becoming disheartened, but I am becoming... Um, just without compassion for people like that. I know that they say you're supposed to pray for people and people, even when they do bad and stuff like that. I'm just saying that I'm just going to be honest about my feelings. I mean, I am a believer in Christ. You know, I'm a believer. I, I will say that sometimes though, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's hard to maintain those, you know, the feelings that we're supposed to feel, you know, those, you know, those spiritual godly feelings and everything it's hard sometimes to maintain uh feelings like that when stuff like this happens you know this these people are killing innocent people so people like this shooter um and the you know the shooter in um over at uh the supermarket in um buffalo new york and this shooter right here yeah, I, I don't care about them. I, I don't care if they get killed or something happened to them. I don't care. You, It's certain types of people you just don't give a fuck if something, if they get killed or something happens to them. You just don't give a fuck, you know? But, um, so, 
He was killed by law enforcement. He had barricaded himself in a fourth grade classroom. The attack at Robb Elementary occurred just two days before summer break. The school of about 600 taught students in grades two through four. Imagine the parents of those, oh my gosh, your baby. You know, you send your baby off to school and mm, 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 mm. In emotional remarks last night, President Biden called for prayers and then angrily called the Congress to take on the gun lobby. Yes, yes. Survivors of the um, Marjorie Stone, Stoneman Douglas High School and Columbine High School shootings took a Twitter took to Twitter to express their their outrage. Okay. David Hogg, a survivor of the Stoneman Douglas shooting tells morning edition these tragedies will continue until gun control measures are passed yes that's what we're saying uh pope francis called for restrict for stricter gun control in the u.s and ukrainian officials sent their condolences there are ways to support survivors victims families and the community in uvalde uvalde or whatever i guess i'm saying it right um Mm-mm-mm. It's yeah, so sad. I mean, I hate it. I I just really do. I hate it. Now, what was this young man's name? Yeah, they're saying it. I'm, I'm reading this, this other report. It says it echoes the Columbine aftermath. Damn, that's crazy. You know, like I said, um, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but something needs to change. And I saw, I was watching the talk yesterday and Cheryl Underwood, she gave a very emotional um a very emotional speech or whatever. I mean, not really a speech, but you know, she spoke on it. She got very emotional. And I mean, I just don't blame her. I mean, we are tired of this. And then my cousin, he was telling me, he was like, you know, he was like, I'm tired of praying. I'm tired of, you know, sending my condolences out to people. And I'm tired of, you know, you know, just trying to, just trying to, you know, think for the better. And it's like situations like this keep on happening. And it's like, like he, he was just like, nothing's working. He was like, nothing is working. He was like, and it's just it, I, like, I was just saying, it, it really is discouraging when this type of stuff happens. I mean, man, but yes, they do need to get a hold of these gun laws. They need to really, something needs to change. I'm sorry. Like something needs to change bad. Okay. They're saying that they're saying that the shooter was not confronted by police before he entered the school. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Up elementary school behind me. Let's take another look at this. CNN has just obtained new video of the shooter outside the Rom Elementary School behind me. Let's take another look at this video here. You can see a little bit more clearly now. There is the shooter as he is entering the building, a building that we now know he entered through an unlocked door. We learned that just moments ago. Uh, Lieutenant Chris Oliveira is telling us that the door was unlocked as the shooter went in. We were also told moments ago 
that there was a school resource resource officer outside. We knew that who did engage with the shooter, and we now know the school resource officer was in fact armed. Not clear, however, whether or not he fired that weapon. At this point, there is no evidence that we have heard that he did. We are getting much more information about that as the morning progresses. I remember when I was in high school, we had metal detectors because back then it started to be an issue of students bringing guns and shit to school and things like that. And I don't know how many schools all over. Now this was junior high. This was as early as junior high school. I don't know if other schools in other cities and states had that, but we had timeline and we've been asked. Yeah, we had metal detectors. Okay. So, I mean, it's just done got, it's just done got worse. Um, yeah, I, I don't, you know, they just, I didn't, what was his, I think, matter of fact, they just talked about his name. I just saw it somewhere. Um, I mean, it's just nuts. Um, the, uh, Sean King posted, Texas law enforcement officials now admit that police went into Rob Elementary School during the shooting to get their own kids out of school. He said, I kid you not. They went and got their own kids out then took 91 minutes to stop the shooter. Mm-mm. I said, hell to the nah. My cousin sent me that. I said, hell to the nah. And then also before the shooting um, in Texas, before the shooter, he posted three times on Facebook, 30 minutes before going into the school. First he wrote, I'm going to shoot my grandmother. Okay. Then he wrote, I shot my grandmother. Then he said, Roughly 15 minutes, hold on, roughly 15 minutes before, I'm going to shoot in an elementary school. Mm, wow. But they put people in Facebook jail over other stuff, stupid shit that they talk about. But nobody, I mean, I'm just so surprised that this guy, this, I just, man, mm-mm-mm. I'm so surprised that he was not, I mean, nobody took this fucking, his post seriously. And then he was not met with, you know, a lot. I don't, I just, I don't know. Now this is what, uh, what's her name? She played Tiffany on Insecure. Um, Amanda Seals. This is what she had to say. I knew they was going to come with this fuck. Do you understand how sick you have to be? To in this moment go to there and not to why are guns so available to anyone? We are immersed in sickness, like legit, in sick people who are deranged. For real. I I I I I I I can't I I These people are the national security crisis. The people who allow guns to be available to anyone. The people who support and perpetuate white supremacy. The people who allow police brutality to continue to just keep going and going and going. They are the national security issue. Disgusting. Yeah. I knew there was... And his name was um, Salvador Ramos. He was 18 years old. 
It says, pray for the victim's families and community. The killer was Salvador Ramos, 18 years old. Did he cross the border illegally? Our nation has a serious national security um, crisis. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And you know what? I'm not trying to be funny. And I'm going to say this shit. It's like... When I think back to the whole George Floyd situation and also other unarmed black men situations, it's like they act so afraid of black men and they be unarmed black men. I think it's the image of black men that that really is what, you know, because somebody once brought this to my attention too. Like, if you notice the type, and I, I, I just don't want to, I don't offend nobody, but I'm just going to say this shit. The black men that the police have killed, the unarmed black men that the police have killed, most of them had a certain look. And this is what another man said to me. This is what a guy, there was a guy I dated a couple years ago. This was back in 2016, actually, when that, uh, who was it, 2016? Was it Eric Garner? One of them situations took place back then, but we were talking about it, and I think he was out and about, and I was like, oh, you better be careful, you know, da-da-da. He was like, no, the police ain't looking for guys like me. They looking for a certain type of look. It's a certain type. It is. It's a certain type of, you know, kind of like a, a rough around the edges type of look. Not, you know, it's the, it's the the braids in the hair type of dude, the saggy jeans or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the hooded, the hoodie. You know what I mean? It's not the corporate looking dude, the suit and tie type dude. The, those are not the ones that they pulling over and trying to, you know, you know, you know, for real. But anyway, what I was saying was, regardless of whatever image they, they, they're afraid of about black men, it's like they're so afraid of black men, but yet it's these fucking white kids like these, like this Ramos dude and the other dude in Buffalo, the, the, the craziest and sickest motherfuckers. And they, you know what I mean? They're going, I mean, they're the ones doing the most harm, like, and then the Columbine students, they were white. And like I said in my other podcast, these a lot of times these be white kids coming from well-to-do families, living in the suburbs. No, they don't walk around with hoodies on. No, they don't walk around with, you know, saggy jeans and shit like that. But they walk around with sawed-off rifles and shit. They go cop rifles and they go to fucking schools and kill innocent kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, remember the movie theater shooting? happened years ago I mean and then I remember the shooting in Dayton happened in 2019 I believe it was 2019 when that that white dude killed it was that that in the I think it was the Oregon district in Dayton like come on yes they do need to get a hold of these gun this gun control shit it's too it's too much of a it's too much of an issue in my first trip to Mexico City I got invited to D- shit sorry about that it's been an issue for too long it's just it's been an issue for way too long Mm. and it's like you don't want to sit in the house and not go nowhere but damn people oh my gosh Mm -mm -mm. yeah so um yeah august 4th of 2019 24 year old connor betts shot and killed nine people including his sister 
and wo- and wounded 17 others near the entrance of the Ned Peppers Bar in the Oregon district of Dayton, Ohio. Betts was fatally shot by responding police officers 32 seconds after the first shots were fired. He killed 10 people. That is so scary. You know, and he injured he injured 27, 17 from gunfire. He had an AR-15 style pistol. Mm-mm-mm. Another assault rifle. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-mm-mm. And it's just like, and they said that he, they said he fantasized about killing for a decade. See, fucking weirdos. It be them fucking weird ass, quiet ass white kids. And you just get so tired of hearing this shit. know like i said something has to change and it's like yeah we have to get this shit um i'm sorry we have to get this shit taken i mean we have to get this shit together like so i don't know y'all i just like i said it makes it hard it makes it hard i mean you know you sitting up here we're finally trying to get back out and enjoy life you know after being on lockdown about you know for about a damn two years for real and finally not having to worry about COVID. Like I said, it felt good to even go to the comedy show the other day and not have to worry about wearing no mask and worrying about being, you know, being around nobody, worry about catching no shit. But, you know, then you got to turn around and worry about shit like this. You know, um, it's like, and you, you don't want to just act like, oh, just because it didn't affect your family or your family wasn't involved, that it's not a big deal. And that's another thing that people are saying. Like, we, we, we become so desensitized to this shit to where... It's like when it first happened, people wasn't even really talking about it. You know, um, people wasn't really talking about it. It's like social media still, you know, you still got your TikTok videos going on. You still got all this shit going on. And I think sometimes, I I, I honestly don't think that people are being desensitized. I could see why people are saying that, but I could see where it's not the case of people just being desensitized or people just don't give a fuck. I don't think that's the case. I think what's happening is there's so much going on to where people sometimes want to block out the, the crazy shit. And I know it's hard to, because we cannot, we can't escape it. It's happening and it's affecting people's families and people's loved ones and stuff. And it's a, it's a hurtful thing and it does get into your spirit and it it gets into your spirit and it causes you to be kind of down. Like we have so much going on gas prices high as fuck. Okay, we like $4 a gallon. Gas prices high. Gas prices are high. Inflation. I mean, everything is going up, 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 up. You know? And then you turn around and you're hearing about stuff like this. It's just like, man, it's hard. But I think, like I said, people use social media and television as an escape. And I'm not I'm not saying this is it's always good, but I think that's what people are doing. It's like, yeah, people know this stuff is going on and it's sad and it's hard to, it's hard to really kind of process. And I think people just kind of, kind of zoning out and, you know, all into TikTok videos and watching it, just entertainment, just to kind of take their mind off of things for real. 
because I think if, if sometimes if you just focus on that, it, it may cause the, you know, get you depressed and get you down and out it, because it, it, it's, it's just an unfortunate thing, period. It's just unfortunate. And it's like, it's almost like it make you feel kind of helpless. Like, well, damn, you know, what can we do? You know, um, when everything really starts from the top, as far as like, you know, the government and passing laws and things like that. And that's another reason why I'm happy about Jasmine Crockett, um, um, being voted to basically she, she about to be making laws for the country. She's about to go work with Nancy Pelosi. And it's like, I'm glad that she is because Jasmine has a, she has a, um, she has a true heart for people and she really cares. So I could see her, you know, helping change these fucking gun laws or something like this shit is crazy, man. Mm-mm-mm. He went into that school and killed all those kids. And then I think the family of the Buffalo shooter, they tried to say, uh, COVID or some shit. I like, crazy shit. There's no excuses for this. Well, there is an excuse, but there ain't no, it ain't, there's no excuse good enough. So, Mm. Yeah. But like I said, hopefully, um, you know, like I said, hopefully, hopefully, um, something is done and something is done like fast. Cause it's heartbreaking, you know. So yeah, guys. Um, I don't know what else to say at this point. Hold on. Okay, now here's a different angle at the Rob Elementary School. In um, Uval, Texas. Um, so here's what Sean T posted. No, Sean King. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me see what they're talking about. It's crazy. Man, they're just all fucking parking outside, man. They need to go in there. Get in! What the fuck is the fucking deal, dude? There's shit. Oh, man. I'm gonna fucking. Look at that shit, bro. They're all in there. The cops ain't doing shit but standing outside. All the kids are inside the fucking school and they're fucking, they're just standing. They're fucking parked. Oh my god. Where in the fuck? Look, they're over there with the guns. Hey, all the parents are gonna go in. They, they. Fuck that! Like our kids are there, man. My son, right there. Oh, it's a take cover. Take cover. Don't push me. Go. Fuck the pushers. Man, y'all can't be like that, man. Y'all can't be like that when there's people. Yes, I do. Get across the street. Because I'm having to deal with you. Get across the street. Get across the street. Okay. Are you gonna back up? Are you gonna watch this? I can't get him. Oh. Don't get fighting with her. 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 Don't get fighting with her.
themselves. Don't fucking take his ass out. Six year old kids in there, they don't know how to defend themselves from a shooter. We're parents. Take them the fuck out. Fucking 20 with guns. I got shooting guns. I got shooting guns. I got shooting guns. I got shooting that oh that shit will piss you oh your when your your child is in a vulnerable position like that so this is what sean king said i need i need you to see this and i just need this to be public since police keep lying and changing their story over and over again this is from a completely different angle at rob elementary school in uval texas says same stuff it says someone clearly told the police to stand down because they aren't helping anywhere and the people saw it and called them out on it he said i've wrecked my brain for 48 hours to try to figure this out Finally, the media pressed the police today on why they stood down and refused to enter the school for so long while a shooter massacred uh, these babies and they refused to answer. Today, they were forced to admit that they made up a, that they made up a whole story about a school resource officer shooting at the man and getting shot himself. What? Oh, this shit just keep getting worse and worse. Ooh, somebody gonna file a fucking lawsuit against the police department. The parents of these kids gonna file a fucking lawsuit against the police department. My thing is, why would they not? I don't understand that. Mm-mm, I don't get it. And he was in there, but I wonder why in this video there weren't we couldn't hear no shots or anything like that. Like I don't get that. my gosh they're the police get mad at the parents and shit this is why the shooter was still in the school
Border Patrol agent. Hold on. Now, I want to say this. I thought that. This is some bullshit and it's pissing me off. Now, I thought that when you try to get a gun, I, I gotta go back and find this out. I thought that when you try to get a gun, you have to answer some questions or whatever, and then you could actually, like if your, um, I think it's something like if your mental health is not right or whatever, that you, you can, they can not, I gotta look into that, something about that shit when you go try to get a gun, I don't know, but. <laughs> So basically, while the shooter was still in the school, police now confirmed that they had 80 cops outside of the school for at least 40, 43 minutes before they actually entered the school. During these unthinkable 43 minutes, gunshots continued to be fired. Kids could be heard screaming in pain and terror the whole time, and kids and teachers were literally bleeding out. Experts have all said that they've entered immediately, that two minutes was too long to wait. They waited 43 and then seemed to have entered because parents, some of them armed, threatened to go in themselves. When police finally entered, they took another 48 minutes to take out the shooter and complained that they needed keys to get in certain doors. Do the math. That's 91 minutes all of this went on. I don't care what anyone says. I'd rather die than be such a coward. And the shooter killed more than the, the, the shooter killed more kids even after they got in there because they refused to confront him. Ooh, ooh, that ooh, that makes me mad. Ooh. Police then lied and said that they barricaded the shooter in. First off, they did that. Hold on. First off, if they did that, that would be dumb because they barricaded him in there with kids. But they didn't even do that. The shooter just locked the door. That's it. And killed more kids while police fumbled around outside of it. It's an unforgivable abomination of horrible policing. Absolutely horrible. That cost lives. 
Man, like, uh-uh. Ooh, ooh. They gonna have a lawsuit. I'm telling you, somebody's gonna fucking, um... Yeah, somebody's going to, um... Struck uh, with gunfire, a few officers shot. Uh, we've heard that some law enforcement officers actually went into school uh, to get their kids out. No, Vanessa, right now that there was some uh, police officers, families trying to get their children out of the school because it was an active shooter situation right now. It's a terrible situation right now. And of course, just as we mentioned, the loss of life, it's, it's just terrible. It's a terrible tragedy when that took place. But again, we got to keep acknowledging those brave men and women that actually were there on scene. A uh, Border Patrol agent was struck uh, with gunfire. A few officers shot. Uh, we've heard that some law enforcement officers actually went into school uh, to get their kids out. Can you talk about that? Right. So what we do know, Vanessa, right now that there was some uh, police officers, families trying to get their children out of the school because it was an active shooter situation right now. It's a terrible situation right now. And, of course, just as we mentioned, the loss of life, it's, it's just terrible. It's a terrible tragedy when that took place. But, again, we got to keep acknowledging those brave men and women that actually were there on scene. Hell, they were there. Uh, hell, truck, they were there. Uh, with fire a few Hold on. They were there on scene, but they weren't doing shit. Like, this is crazy. This was terrible ass policing. Are they serious? Dang. That is terrible. Thank God I love you so much. And I wish you could come to my birthday. You could, uh, you could be at work. So I make a video. And my mom could come and show you the surprise she made me. And when you get at work, I'll be there for you. I love you, Dad. And you can send me a video too. I'll be happy. Like I'm always am. I love you, Bye. Her sweet face. That was I was one of the victims. Her name is Ellie Lugo Garcia sending a sweet message. Sweet sending a sweet video she made for her dad on on her last birthday. She was in the fourth grade and her family has confirmed that she um was murdered yesterday at Rob Elementary School in Uval, Texas. Oh my god. Her father, Stephen Garcia, said on Facebook, Our Ellie was a doll and was the happiest ever. I was gonna DJ for her at her party like she wanted me to. He said, Mom and Dad love you, never forget that, and please try and stay by our side. Her mother, Jennifer, said, My heart is shattered to pieces. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, she is one of the victims. And then we have Nevea Bravo, a sweet, kind, <clears throat> a sweet, kind fourth grader at Rob Elementary, has been confirmed by her family as one of the 19 children murdered, at, um, murdered in Uvalde, uh, Texas. Her cousin just posted, thank you everyone for the prayers. Our Nevaeh has been found. She is flying with the angels above. We love you, Nevaeh. Very much, princess. Please, everyone, continue to keep her parents and our family in your prayers. You know what? Like, I don't know. I can't even talk about it no more. I'm getting pissed off. Man, I, I just can't. 
I can't. <clears throat> it's just. Oh my gosh. What is this from? This was. Okay, now this is. um. Coach Kerr. This was. I think this was. um. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Basketball, nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo, we've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California, and now we have children murdered at school. When are we gonna do something? I'm tired, I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm tired of the, Moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So... I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. Now, and I agree with everything he said. Like that's some bullshit. And you know, somebody was saying, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not a racist person or nothing like that. I'm not. I, I was just talking to one of my uh, fellow. Um, you know, she's an agent like myself. Um, she's a um, she's a realtor, but we were uh, she she's Asian, and we were talking, and I was you know we were talking about you know diversity and stuff, and the the, the history, uh, you know, Black Americans, and even with Asians. And she was telling me that, and we were talking about the whole 
you know, just like white supremacy and stuff like that. And, and how she was telling me how, even though we as African-Americans, we went through, I mean, you know, black people, we went through the whole color thing as far as, you know, the darker skin getting treated a certain way as opposed to the lighter skin. Well, she was telling me that in Asia, they have that stuff going on as well. Stuff like that go on in other cultures as well. Like where darker skin is treated a certain way as opposed to lighter skin. So anyway, I was telling her, you know, I was just like, you know, me personally, I didn't grow up. Damn, excuse me. I didn't grow up with a lot of diversity. I can actually admit that I grew up predominantly black everything predominantly black the school I went the schools I went to were predominantly black the church I went to was predominantly black um now before I left Dayton though before I moved from Dayton I did attend this one church um and it actually had a lot of diversity but I wasn't there long enough you know what I mean to really you know but it was a church. What was that church called? It was a nice church too. Oh, what was the name of that church? It was on, at the time it was on Harshman Road in Dayton. And it was called Christ Life. I think it was called Christ Life. It was a really nice church. But I started going there, you know, not too long before I moved and stuff. But again, I, but most of my life in Dayton, I had never been around other cultures. I had never really, I, 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 never, I didn't have white friends. I didn't have friends of other cultures everything was um, the, the neighborhoods I lived in were predominantly black. The schools I attended were predominantly black. The churches I went to were predominantly black. The, the, the stores I shopped at were predominantly in black neighborhoods. Everything was black, black, black. <clears throat> so I didn't get a chance to, and, and it wasn't, you know, anything against other cultures and stuff. It was just, I didn't, that's what I knew. That's what I was raised up in, you know, that's, and I didn't know anything different. I didn't know anything, you know, anything. I didn't know better. It wasn't until I came here to Columbus that I started to experience a lot of diversity with, uh, you know, being around Asians, Africans, uh, just all kinds of, you know, white people, just all kinds of people and all kinds of cultures and stuff. And so I was telling her, I said, you know, so I'm not a racist person at all. Um, but you know, I, I just care about how people treat people is a person kind. I don't care about a person's sexual orientation. I don't care about their color. I don't care about none of that. I care about how people, how people treat people, how people treat me. That's it. That's it. Honey, I don't give a fuck if your blood or cuz <laughs> long as you got love for Marcy. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm just saying that to say that when it comes to, you know, like I said, other cultures and stuff, I have, I, I, I'm no racist. So I'm saying that to say that I will say that I noticed that as far as let's go, go back to this gun shit, somebody once said to me that black people, we are loving people. It's in our culture. It's in our, you know, we like to get together eat food and laugh and dance and celebrate. This even goes back to the days of slavery. You know, that's part of our culture. We, we're loving people, but white people, and this is why I had to preface what I was saying. Like, I don't want to sound like no kind of way, but I'm just, this is what, you know, we were having one of these woke conversations and this is what somebody brought to my attention. They were like, you know, white people if you go back to even history like the white man they always wanted to dominate and and shoot and kill they they go hunting they're the main people that go hunting 
You know, they love to shoot and kill and take over shit. They love to have that power and that control. And I, I can see that. I mean, I, I, I can, I can agree with that shit. I mean, we could just see that just from this whole gun shit. Like, why is anybody able to get their hands on a fucking gun? For real. So, man, I'm, I'm right with Coach Kerr. I'm, I'm tired of this shit. Like, it just, it, it does something to your spirit, man. Mm-mm. You send your child off to school just one day. I mean, people gonna start keeping their kids home and going back to fucking people gonna be doing people gonna be doing um online schooling but at the same time you need your kids to be out and interacting with other children you don't want your child to become socially awkward and shit because they cooped up in the house doing online schooling or whatever but i don't know Mm, mm -mm. i sure hate that happen i hate that happen i hate that for those families and the families in buffalo new york you know it's just So we'll see what the hell they're going to do about this whole gun control shit. We'll see. Man. So, all right, y'all. I'm going to get off of here. And um, this will be it. This will be it for me tonight. Huh? I'm, yeah. That just pissed me off. Mm. All right, y'all. I'll catch y'all on the next, in the next podcast. And um, don't forget to share, download, subscribe to this podcast. And uh, until next time, peace. All right, guys, that's a wrap. And once again, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now, don't be stingy. Go ahead and share this podcast. And don't forget to follow on social media. Remember... You might get glad about what I said, or you might get mad about what I said. Either way, I said what I said. Till next time, y'all take care. Bye.